Hello Team Builder. Thank you so much for joining us today on Ask Michelle and Chris. We're here to answer your questions about team building so we can learn and grow together. I'm your host, Chris Cabert of Fun Doing and On Team Building. I'm joined by my co-host, Michelle Cummings of Training Wheels. Let's go find out what we can answer for you today. Hi, Chris. Hello, Michelle. How's it going? We're zooming away. I it's know, going. We are. It's going. I think probably a lot of listeners are in the same boat that I am. Mm. Summer camp training. Oh, okay. Yes. Right around. Right. It right is around the it corner. It is that time of year for sure. And we're already starting a little camp training. You know, a little getting ahead of the game on some of the staff. Mm-hmm. And and we thought, what do we what do we we thought about. You know, how do we, you brought this up, Michelle, before we were recording. How do we train our, how do we train our staff? own staff? How do we train our own staff? What, do, yeah. what are we doing? And I think it's around that idea of we have full-time group of people that are around a lot for some of us. And then even the camp people, you know, now you're going to have full-time people for the next three months. You know, what, what are the things other than specifically focusing on, team building programs three hours of let's do some team building we were thinking about what are the little things we do all the time yeah what as as team builders how do we do team building with our own staff and for me like i you know training wheels has been around for 24 years now so what do i what are some of the little things that i do with my staff whether i do them currently whether i've done them over the over you know over time or even when i even pre-training wheels. What are some things that when I was a staff member for someone else, what were some really like memorable things that we did that just kind of promoted team building within our own staff when you are the team builder? Because yeah. it's not like we get together and do bullring and it's not like we get together and do team building blocks or you know any of the different, you know, regular team building the exercises, typical the typical stuff, the yeah. stuff that we facilitate with our groups, but what do we do internally to kind of keep that connection going and, yeah. and, and do some team building within our own staff? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I could start off with something we just, that just happened at the end of our outdoor ed season was there, they had the staff buddies. Oh, Okay. And it was like Secret Santa sort of a thing. And what I found, I, I don't necessarily, depending on how it's set up, I thought it was set up very well uh, with this camp where they set a criteria. So before you chose to participate in this, they set a good, clear criteria around how much you're going to spend, mm. how many times. Okay. Is kind of the, if you're going to do this, it's the expectation. And I think by doing that, I think it made it a little bit nicer across the board. Everybody got stuff regularly. Yeah. Once a week, get something into the mailbox of your secret person. Um, and at the end, the expectation was you made something for them. Mm -hmm. You made a, a gift. That was the overall expectation. And most people were able to do that. And they're so cool and personable. Yeah. I think by 
if you would do that, my recommendation, set up a clear expectations, these are the things. And then each of the staff that participated then had a whole page full of things that they, what's your favorite snack? What's your favorite drink? Mm. What's your favorite uh, junk food? Um, what kind of hobbies do you have that you keep track of? Some people were Pokemon people, you know, mm. so that you got a preference of what people liked and like to do. Some people were artists. So the gifts were colored pencils or crayons or coloring books or so you had a, a really nice way to understand what the person would like and dislikes because there are a few things I know I I don't eat anything with onions in it, you know, things along that line. So I, I think that's what I would do if I were yeah. to set that up myself is very be very clear and then everybody knows what they're getting into and then you avoid some of that disappointment of people who don't do it regularly, the expectation ahead of time was to do it regularly. Yep. It was fun. It was I've fun. been a they part of those before. Yeah. We called them secret staff and uh, you could do it throughout, you know, depending on how long your staff is together that um, then, you know, whether you did it during a specific month or whether, you know, it was staff appreciation month or something like that. And you did it during something like that, but lots of options for, for um, kind of setting up. I like having the boundaries as well, because uh, when I remember, you know, when early in my twenties, when I participated in something like this at, at a different, at an organization that I worked at, there weren't those boundaries. And I know that some people didn't get, um, things as often as other people. And so then that, um, it, some people walked away with not as great of as an experience as what other people did. So, so yeah, having those boundaries. Team, if you're team building, mm-hmm. you want to be able to be all doing this together regularly. And that would be just clear expectations. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, I, I love that one. And I think it's great. And it, and it really helps, you know, bond a couple people together, especially once they find out who the person is that actually gave them the stuff as well. So, and that, it kind of ties into something that, um, that I also used to do when I was a team member on a team is I, I was on a, we was a therapeutic counselor uh, with working with the, in an organization that worked with uh, kids that were having trouble making good choices. And so it was, uh, we were, so we were more therapeutic counseling team of three people. And every month we just, it wasn't like a set time or anything like that, but each month we would each make or do something really nice for one of the other two um, uh, people on the team. So I had two male co-counselors and I tell you what, it it became kind of a mission almost to come up with something that would be really meaningful, thoughtful, but they could also use during processing with uh, mm. with the kids. And so, and that was back before processing and debriefing tools and activities were really were more readily available. So we kind of really went out of our way to try to find something that we could make for them. So that was, I just remember, I still actually have some of those things that were made for me. And, um, and, and it really did, they were really special and, and it made me feel appreciated and it really did help bond us together a lot more. So, so, so a tool of some sort that you mm-hmm. can utilize in your job. Yep, absolutely. So nice, it, nice. it could be a processing tool. I think at one point that was even like, you know, I think one of them made me some key punch numbers, even, you know, things like that. So it could be even, you know, a different type of tool that way, but just something that was more. I mean, you could buy it if you want to, but the the handmade stuff really does really did um, make a big impact, um, yeah, at least fun. on me, anyway. So, yeah, I I remember 
working at an organization where our challenge was um, to get our colleagues hacks from dollar stores. Oh, okay. Same kind of thing. Yeah. You would find something and then give it a little, here's how you could use it for team building. You know how that goes, just the mm -hmm. possibles and weird things you'd, the oven mitts you'd put on your hands uh -huh, where you yeah. have to do an activity with oven mitts on. So that became our challenge was oh, that's dollar, kind of fun. dollar store hacks. Okay. Team. Yeah, that's fun. fun. Fun things. And it, and if you're supervising a staff, if you did that regularly where everybody, everybody got, you, you know, one oven mitt and then how do you mm -hmm. utilize that within your program and you challenge them to come up with some fun things and then they're learning and then sharing with others. Yeah. And that to me is team building. If you oh, challenge yeah. everybody to come up with an activity with something fun and inexpensive then you're coming together doing an activity team building and learning at the same time well and that sparks that's creativity fun. as well so mm -hmm. i like that where it's it's then it is applicable to what they do and yet you're team building at the same time i like that yeah very cool okay i have one that we do at the training wheels office that is really funny um this is one that we don't bring it out all the time but we bring it out every once in a while and it's called slang flashcards <laughs> okay, so I found this hysterical deck of cards called Slang Flashcards on Amazon one time. Somebody found them, sent me a link saying, I think you need to carry these. And once I got them, I was like, yeah, it might be a little bit more, uh, maybe on the, maybe not to be carried in the training wheels store, but I can promote them other ways um, because A, they're funny and it just doesn't really fall in line with the educational stuff that I want to do with my clients. Okay, so what this deck of slang flashcards are, there's probably, I don't know, there's probably third, there's 60 cards in this deck. And so what they are, they are, <laughs> slang flashcards are, there's a word on one side. And then on the back side, there's a definition of what that word means and then some sort of old fashioned teaching technique to get you street talking almost immediately. So <laughs> they're very funny. Okay, so let me describe one. So this one here is the word, um, let me just pick one randomly through. Okay, so like dog, D-A-W-G. I think most people listening can understand that they can hear the drawl, um, but dog, okay. So if I turn it over, the other word, the, the definition, it, it gives the like Webster's like phonetics, like how to actually say it. And then it gives you whether it's a noun or a verb or whatever. So the definition of this one, it's a term of endearment, meaning male pal or friend. Hey, dog, open the door. Or as a synonym, it could mean man, son, boss, bro, uh, <laughs> Homeboy, homegirl, homie. <laughs> so, and then it gives a, d a definition here. Um, you could also use it as a dog. It could also be used as an insult or to speak badly of someone. Um, but I think in their definition here, and then they have a picture of um, someone giving getting a haircut, an older gentleman getting a haircut. And then the barber then says to this person, you are straight losing your hair, dog right so then it gives you like how to say it in a sentence so how we use these as in our staff is that in this 
deck of 60. These are well-used cards, by the way, um, because I've had them for quite a while. So randomly, we stand in a circle and everyone randomly picks one card from the deck. And then each person then goes around and reads first, you know, reads off their description, their definition, the sentence that is given and whatnot, and shares what their word is. And then sometime throughout the workday, each person has to try to nonchalantly slip their slang word into a normal sentence in the office. So, so nice. then I'd be like, hey, Shelly, hey, Shelly, nice, nice job on those invoices, dog. You know, like, I don't know, like whatever, something like that. So, and oh. it just becomes, we laugh so hard because the words are just so hysterical. Let me read nice. off a few nice. of the other words here. We've got dope, uh, DL down mac trunk hoopty whack game um props holla all that so you can see that several of these are you know great slang words that you could then you know try to incorporate into your daily fun, conversation fun fun so yeah i'm funny. just thinking even even if, if you had a good list of interesting vocabulary words if you can't find the slang cards we'll, we'll link some some link to some cards that we found I yeah there's some we, on amazon they're, yeah. they're still available on amazon so you, you can, can do it any kind of word and make that challenging so it becomes uh trying to think about those kinds of words during the day and just having fun with it so i i think it's having fun as a team yep definitely builds that camaraderie that that connection with each other and it especially when things are hard, especially during summer, when, mm -hmm. you know, it's hard to get through some of those long days, having those fun things that show up from time to time, I think that's really important. And, and part of what we do around the hop here where I'm at, they have mailboxes. So I'm mm. sure people around at other camps will have staff mailboxes because we also give them information uh, in their mailboxes, it's a nice place to go put treats or uh, some sort of positive affirmation cards or put your post-it notes in their mailbox just to, with a little uh, uplifting saying or just the words of encouragement or I see you're doing great work, thank you. you know, just giving those things that will spark that appreciation for the work that they do, I think are also uplifting and team building oriented. Yeah. Because we're, we're noticing you. We're noticing what you're doing. Along those same lines, for those that don't have physical mailboxes, maybe you're a remote team. Maybe you don't see the people that you are facilitating with until you get on site at a program. So handwritten letters go a really long way. I know that I try to um, send several handwritten notes to people um, and actually mail them a card or something like that every once in a while. That stuff goes a long way. I also, like if we've just hit a really busy time and um, and everybody's a little bit burnt out maybe because we put in some long days and and uh, or we just finished up a really big project or something like that, then I'll have a little custom gift, ba you know, gift basket or something like that sent to their homes. So utilizing, you know, the mail, you know, whether UPS, FedEx, UPS, like USPS, whatever it is, but just actually like sending something to their home. If you don't have a mailbox where you could put stuff in on site for your staff, actually using their actual mailbox for their uh, for their home um, also works really well for that.
That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that that to me, getting a letter. When's the last time you you got a letter? I got one yesterday. And how cool is it? You got I one know. yesterday. That's and so I love cool. it. Yep. And and what about you know we talked a little bit about gift cards around mm. here the other day. We all we had it's a budget issue, but we did have a limit on. We all packed people in a van on the lat. The kids went home on Friday. And Friday after lunch, we took people to the local ice cream corner mm. shop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a little outing. $4. And we had an outing. But then then it's together, we're talking, we're talking about, we're debriefing the, the week along that lines. And you are talking about outings with a specific purpose. Yeah, we so we've done a few outings here with Training Wheel staff, kind of with the, the, the intentional purpose of looking at an experience through the lens of a participant, and then afterwards debriefing it to see how could, what we experienced, how could we relate that back to training wheels and then turn that into um, making the, a better participant experience for the people that order things from the store and things like that. For example, when the Titanic experience came through Denver, we all, you know, I got tickets for everybody. We all went as kind of a team outing and, you know, if you've ever done anything like that, you know, in the Titanic experience in particular is that you actually get a profile of one of the people that were on the Titanic um, that, you know, that night when the, when the ship went down and you don't find out to the very end who, you know, like whether or not this person survived or not. And so, but as you go through it, you find out whether you were in first class, whether you were in, um, you know, whether you wanted the staff on board um, or, you know, depending on where your, where your room was. And so you get this profile of this person and then you get to kind of interact as them um, as you go through the, the different experience. You could do, you know, of course, see the, the artifacts, they had, you know, theatrical staff on there that would interact with you as well. And, and, and it, was, it was just really a, a pretty cool experience. So I remember afterwards when we all got through, we, you know, you stand there at the wall and yet you, you search for your name to see whether or not you survived or whether you did not. And, and then afterwards we went, yeah, we went and uh, debriefed it afterwards and kind of looked at it and like, okay, from a, like you got a number or you got like whatever that is that was really specific to you. Um, you know, for in this particular instance, it was, it was a character and then, so at training wheels, what does that look like when we do different things like that? So, so anyway, it, it caused for some really great conversation and, and we actually did then tweak a few things that we did. If you've ordered from the training wheels store recently, um, then you've probably gotten a way more comical response to your order confirmation than what you've gotten in the past, because I went in and changed it because, you know, at training wheels, we want to, it's fun while you're learning, right? So we want to make sure that people are having fun while they're learning. So I made a lot of the automated responses that you get way more fun than what you're going to get from most online retailers. So, um, so anyway, so just again thinking about customer experience and how we can infuse a little bit of our culture, our like kind of the core of what we do into the client experience at the same time. Nice, nice. And if we're working with our own staff, if we are in charge of some staff. How do we, is there an email? Is there a weekly email thread that's just, you know, fun things that are going on in our life? And we're sharing, if we're not together all the time, we're sharing our experience. You just keep a little weekly thread and 
when you're checking your emails, do you have a little time just to share with people what you've been doing and what's been fun, what's been uplifting? We want to hear those things from people. We want to hear little stories. And again, not too long. I think that would be a nice team bonding sort of thing is to be catching up with people. And then when you're at that staff meeting, you can check in with people and see how things were going or, you know, by connecting, by communicating in some form or fashion and keeping record of it or keeping track of it. Now we can then check in to see mm -hmm. with people. And then they're realizing you're paying attention. You're interested in their lives that becomes a team building experience. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. That's fun. I, I a couple others that okay. I've heard of other people uh, do with their staff. And it's kind of fun. Those the nose glasses, they are they're black glasses with a big nose and a mustache hmm. underneath. Uh-huh. They would this staff and and if if it's if it's you that I am talking about if you are if you're listening and you're like that's what we do um probably heard it from you they hide these glasses in areas that staff go to uh and then if you find the glasses like they'll put them in the fridge and if you see the glasses then you are then required to wear those funny glasses for a while it doesn't have to be all day but it's just something fun it's something engaging and that same thing goes with a uh, clothespin tag if anybody has ever mm -hmm. done clothespin yep. tag what I what I like to do with clothespin tag is put affirmations on there. Hey, you're great. Have a great day. You know, you're a ray of sunshine. You're writing these things on the side of a clothespin, and then you want to secretly kind of clip that clothespin on a person's clothes or on their bag or in a place where they'll run into it, and then they get that affirmation, and then their goal is to take that clothespin and go clip it onto somebody else. So we're purposefully thinking about who might like this affirmation and who, what, you know, how would that brighten somebody's day if I gave that to them? So you kind of play that game, get, get a whole bunch of clothespins going and, and it tends to flow over into the, our clients and our clients start getting clothespin tagged. Uh, so it becomes kind of a community uh, way to connect with people and build the team. So yeah. there are a couple other real easy things that yeah. you can do to keep people connected. Yeah, the nose glasses thing it reminded me of like what I remember one other time. Um, we used to have like a um like a rubber frog that we would hide somewhere on, you know, on campus and whoever found it got to bring it back and got a treat or things like that. So little things like that that are kind of scavenger hunt like that then you know can be uh, and then that person got whoever found it got a treat or got what got something and then got to go then they got to be the next person that got to hide it as well so just again little fun things like that that um like again having fun with your staff that outside of what the normal day-to-day -day routine is little things like that that can go a long way yeah and, and that takes someone who's willing to put in the time you know if you are supervising a staff part of what you do is to help you're a leader of that team building experience in some cases. So how do you encourage that? How are you by showing up and watching them work and being a part of their staff job in that sense is also being seen. So if you're seeing more, if you are doing things that are creating that team, that's going to role model how you would like your staff to be. So it, it's hard to do sometimes and it, and it takes more effort to get out and about 
if you have a lot of staff, connecting is important. Having a cup of coffee, sitting with them at a, at a meal if you're at a camp, just being around and available builds that that team of people that your leader is going to be wanting. So it's it's being present as well. I think that's part of it. Awesome. Well, I'd love to hear some other ideas that listeners have as well. What are some things that you all do to do team building within your own staff? So drop Chris and I a note and let us know what are some things you do as well. Thanks so much for listening. If you have additional answers or comments about this question, please send them our way. And if you have a question you'd like us to tackle, we would love to hear it. You can find the submission link and anything we discussed in today's episode in the show notes. Find the show notes and past episodes at onteambuilding.com forward slash ask podcast. That's onteambuilding.com forward slash ask podcast. You can find me and sign up for my newsletter at training-wheels.com. You can sign up for my Fun Doing Fridays activity email and find me at onteambuilding.com. We hope you join us next week for Ask Michelle and Chris About Team Building.